Misadventures in Small Business share stories that will involve someone doing something stupid or embarrassing. Before jumping into today's story, I want to take a few seconds to promote GoLocalArizona.com. Have you got an Arizona-based business that you would like more people to know about? Would you like to promote that business off of Facialbook, Meta, or whatever that creepy Commander Data wannabe guy is calling it this week? Are you sick of platforms that think listing pronouns, real or imagined, and endless virtue signaling is how to attract paying customers? Personalized service from the founder to include referrals via Nextdoor. For bootstrap startups, the GoLocalArizona.com listing can be used in lieu of a website. Check out GoLocalArizona.com today and tell Neil that Aaron sent you. Misadventures in small business number 22, racing stripes or lumps. My first job after moving to Phoenix in 1995 was for a large nationwide uniform rental company. The first three or four months, I was mainly doing ride-alongs with other route drivers while awaiting a route to open. Just about everyone I worked with was cool, but my favorite guy was Mick. He actually got hired the same time as me, but got a route two months before me when another driver decided to move on. Mick was from Ohio, but from the part of the state that bordered Kentucky, and he was a good-natured, good old boy. He went to college to become a teacher, but spent years working as a tobacco salesman, even though he was a non-smoker. After a merger between two large tobacco companies, his position became redundant, so he moved to Arizona. One day, riding along with Mick, one of his stops was for the maintenance guys at the Biltmore Mall. Soon after we brought in the clean garments and were just beginning to count out the dirties, one of the maintenance guys entered the mall office and the receptionist relayed a crazy message to him within earshot. Apparently, they had loaned a store in the mall one of their vacuums when theirs died. The employee at the store called down to ask if one of the manly maintenance guys could come up and empty the vacuum for him because it was full and yucky. This might explain why the store's vacuum died. None of the princesses packing peni would ever empty it. From the receptionist mocking tone, I could tell it was an exact quote, and a grown-ass man had actually used the term yucky. Mick and I just looked at each other like, what the fuck? but didn't say anything until we got out to his truck. Once we were away from the scene, we were laughing our asses off. I can't remember everything that was said, but the two core points were that, one, no man uses the term yucky, ever has to worry about paying child support, and, more importantly, point two, we were certain that Mr. Yucky had done and seen shit way nastier than emptying a vacuum. I believe there is an old proverb about people in glass houses. I think it goes something like this. Wash the smeared shit out of your own bed sheets before you condemn another man's vacuum cleaner. Another time I was riding along with Mick, we went to a towing company that was on his route. The manager, or maybe owner, was a burly guy named Butch. Butch was kind of a big guy with a real deep voice. He kind of reminded me of the villain in Porky's, but maybe a bit shorter. Anyway, we said hi on our way in and proceeded to deliver the clean and count out the dirties. 
They had an interesting setup for their drivers, where the uniforms for each guy matched his truck. The navy blue shirts and pants went to the guy who drove the navy blue truck, and so on. Anyway, I noticed the white pants all had shit stains on the rear seam. As it was my first trip there, I asked Mick, what the fuck? He said it was always like that. Thankfully, all of us just knew to always grab pants by the waistband, so it's not like we would touch that stuff. I asked Mick if he had ever reported this to Butch, and he said no. Mick was a great guy, but from Ohio, not New York like me. I told Mick I didn't have a problem mentioning it, so I did. I walked into the large dispatch office where Butch was and then saw two female employees present. Shit. I had to rethink my presentation as Butch seemed like a regular guy that I could have just asked in plain language. But I was going to have to rethink my wording in front of women. I settled on a clean diplomatic approach and asked if Mr. White Pants had a medical problem without tying it to anything specific. Butch burst out laughing and replied with, Racing stripes or lumps? Right away, and the women started laughing. So I guess everyone at the towing company knew about this issue, possibly from the former route driver. Then Butch repeated, Medical condition! (laughs) In his deep voice, while laughing. I realized I was someplace cool and responded with, If this guy was a car, his door jar light would be on. Mick and I got all kinds of backstory on Mr. Asswipe right then. Apparently, their maintenance man hated having to service the white tow truck as it smelled about as bad as the pants looked. Especially in the hot Phoenix months, his truck smelled like sweaty, unwiped ass. None of us could figure out why a guy with white pants would feel that freeballing was a good idea. I was surprised that they would put up with someone like that, but also found out he was a salami jockey which might explain the never-ending anal seepage, so maybe they were afraid to fire him. Until the next misadventure, remember, put on some damn underpants.